Casters, it's episode 22. 22. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, we celebrated our first anniversary slash birthday this week. Happy birthday to us. Happy birthday 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 to us. us. Happy birthday to all of us. us. Yeah. Happy birthday to us. That's it. Uh, So, congratulations, guys. We made it a year. We made it. And nobody took us off the air. Isn't that amazing? Pretty cool. Somehow. They tried. Uh, do you guys have any reflections on the past year? Anything that uh, you can think of? It was all a blur. I was drunk most of the time. <laughs> I'm drunk right now. <laughs> you were not. <laughs> you were the opposite of drunk the whole time. Which would be sober. Right. Well, we would definitely like to thank everybody who's been with us this whole time. All yeah. of our sponsors. Um, all of <laughs> them. I can count them very fast. Uh, yeah, for sticking with us. And uh, we got a whole whole another year coming your way that, yeah, great uh, year yeah we're doing the fan be. expo we did the we also did the Agricon. did some stuff out there yeah had some good times yeah. we have some passionate fans met, made a lo- some... met a lot of really great people interesting people yep. and uh yeah fan expo is definitely a highlight got lit up on gargle blasters that was a good time yeah, <laughs> it was yeah, a good yeah, year yeah, yeah. <laughs> we have to do that again that's going to be coming up yeah our uh gargle I gotta, blaster contest yeah i gotta keep the championship ring going oh man <laughs> didn't we all win at least one we, yeah but i won overall winners okay all right. Well, Not important. Anyways. It's only a couple of days uh, till Halloween's here, but Tim, you've already actually been out for Halloween. Yeah, I was out last night to the uh, Silver Snail annual Halloween party. That's for anybody who's not a Torontonian. That's our, our biggest and best comic book store in Toronto. And it is the best Halloween party of the year. It is fantastic. Some of the costumes are just phenomenal. We'll have to put some up on the uh, website, some of the pictures that were taken. So Yeah, absolutely. What did, uh, what did you dress up as? I dressed as Kevin Matchstick from the comic book Mage. And I got I to gotta say, I saw the pictures. I saw the side-by-side. Yeah. Bang on. It's pretty pretty uncanny. Yeah. yeah you, grew the beard and ev- you grew the beard and everything for it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, get, I get right into it. <laughs> I go full out. <laughs> so I, I love Halloween, too. I, uh, I, I used to work at a haunted house when I was much younger. And, you uh, did not. What, I did. I did. What, what part did you play? Uh, in the haunted house? Yeah. Yeah, so I worked at the uh, Magic Hill Tree Farm uh, up in Stouffville. Ontario, okay. and uh, it's it's no longer running, unfortunately, but they ran for at least 10 years, if not a bit more. And uh, I started off as uh, a young lad as the crazy, uh, murderous clown. That's uh, where so they I all got, start, uh, right? That's where they what, all start. The entry-level haunted house position. <laughs> no, no, actually, I mean, I, 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 think, I think it was my acting background that got me the, the, uh, the coveted position because they, they, they had never had a, uh, a clown before. Um, and it was the first year that they went all out and, and bought prosthetics. And uh, so at the time, I wasn't, I wasn't growing a beard or a mustache or anything. I had no facial hair, so that was okay. So I, um, I had a full facial prosthetic, um, which made my face look evil and uh, sort of like an evil clown. All clowns are jacket. evil, let's be clear. We've got a key. Flashback. Uh, with a jagged nose and a and a pointed chin, and then um, I wore like a rainbow wig, and then I had on like um, like a construction 
worker's uh, jumpsuit, and I had blood all over the front of it, and I had a bloody knife. And you know how they have those sort of scenes. So you walk through the place, and then you stop, and you look and see what it is, and you keep moving or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So mine, my scene was I had... Um, I had uh, kidnapped this young girl and I had severed her legs with a rusty saw and I was eating her legs, the, the, the stumps. Oh, <laughs> Why is this um, a thing? Yeah, and Fun it was, for uh, the whole family. Was, Jesus. Awesome. <laughs> that is amazing. Yeah, there was a, a, a you know, it's funny because um, uh, oh, there's a lot of people who are afraid of clowns. And uh, and I, I'd get right into it. And, yeah, and, the uh, last cast on Earth included. Yeah, hi. <laughs> no thanks. So um, I, I would uh, go underneath the rope and chase after people and stuff uh, after they had passed by my scene and stuff. So um, amazing. Yeah, it was uh, it was good times. I, I I actually am quite fond of it. So around this time, I kind of get a bit sad because they're, they're not doing it anymore. And uh, and of course, yeah. uh, I've moved on my, with my life, and I'm not. A I'm teenager. glad I never went to that because you and I would not be friends right now. <laughs> <laughs> Mortal enemies. <laughs> I actually scared a woman so badly that she ran into a wall and knocked herself out. So knocked herself uh, out. Nearly knocked herself oh, out. That's nearly. Yeah, nearly. Was, uh, Just a contusion. Yeah, so, I, I mean, I loved horror movies before that, and then after I did that, I, I really became immune to haunted houses and horror movies and all the rest, and so well, I still sort of love it. Let's face the facts, Matt. You're a big guy. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, I, I would expect that big guys aren't too afraid of too many people because most guys are smaller than you. Nah, no, you could no, No, there were some still... there were. Working at that haunted house, you you saw who like there were some guys that looked like they were you know, big tough guys, and they'd be in there and and they they'd be walk, going through with their girlfriends, and then uh, something would jump out, and I have literally seen the biggest man put the smallest little dainty like girl, elf girl, you know, like size. In front of him as a Chris's, shield. Chris's dream woman. <laughs> yes, yeah, as yeah. a shield. It's like, he, like, you no, soak up damage. Go. He's <laughs> running. Be a tank. I have seen it happen, and and of course that that just makes it all all the, all the more better. It makes me laugh a lot. But on the flip side, there's also the chance that that guy is gonna cold cock you in the chin, right? Yeah, yeah. Which yeah, is... you always see those videos. Oh, online, they're fantastic. Right? Yeah. it's either the it's either the coworker screaming like a woman or someone being knocked out, just yeah. blatantly like laid out with one shot. It's so that would, funny. Yeah, that's what and, would and scare they, me. They had about some being, strict rules for that sort of stuff, so I mean, it happened. But don't um, punch the entertainers. I think is probably <laughs> one of the strict rules. rules. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it, you know, it happened, but it didn't happen. Um, it didn't happen enough, I guess. And I guess didn't uh, happen like said, as, as, an, as one of the entertainers enough. and being a big guy, they probably would have thought twice about cold cocking me. Yeah, that's for sure. Right? But, um, you know, I think it, one of the... it was so much fun. Like, I wouldn't trade it for anything in the world. It was probably one of my favorite, favorite jobs as, as a teenager. Yeah, sure. That's so super cool. Um, yeah. You know, I think one of the coolest uh, viral uh, photo sets out there right now is from that haunted house in Niagara Falls uh, showing the pictures of all these people mid fear when they're getting scared. You haven't uh, seen these pictures seen yet? No, I, haven't seen seen it. It. I can't remember the name of the haunted house, but I went through, we ended up getting caught in this one room that was so dark. It was black. I, and I couldn't find the way out. And <laughs> see, that's <laughs> like, not, no. and I'm like, so we're moving around. Bebop is clinching to me, and I'm trying to walk around the walls and find out where the door is to the next room. How many other people are in the room? Well, at this point, none. Because <laughs> they, they stagger it, and of course they got cameras to watch. You know, once you get to this part, then we'll let the next people go through. Okay. okay. Um, and uh, I'm literally, I shout out, where's the door to the next room? 
And, mm-hmm. the, and then I hear this voice of the speaker is like, it's to the left. <laughs> <laughs> Which is scary on its own. It's like, ah! Thank you. Thank I don't you. believe you. It's a trap. <laughs> Keep moving to your left. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's fun stuff if you're ever in Niagara Falls. What? <laughs> it, claimed to be, it claims to be the scariest haunted house ever. And, cool. Uh, yeah. Super cool. If I, I, we should find out what the link is to their uh, Flickr page because it is absolutely hilarious to see all these jock guys totally like, that's what I'm saying. Clinging that's what, on that to was, their that was the ultimate joy bros. in that job. Yeah, yeah, that'd be fun. <laughs> uh, before we get much further, I, I just remember that we haven't introduced ourselves. They know who we uh, are for, at this point. Yeah. Like, Come on, for, for anybody who's <laughs> just joining us, welcome to our second year of the Last Cast on Earth. I'm Richie Favalero, Christopher Coey, I'm Matt Jemin, Tim McLean. Yes. I guess basically we've caught up on what we've been up to, right? Unless there's something... Uh, I, I've, I've got a quick shopping list. All right. So, uh, Matt, what have you been up to? I'm catching myself up on Doctor Who because of the 50th anniversary uh, episode, which is happening on uh, November the 23rd, because uh, I got tickets to go see the 3D um, broadcast, live broadcast of it in the Cineplex in Edmonton. Nice. Wicked, which I hear that they're doing all over the place. and so They are. Yeah, um, is it the 23rd or is it the 25th? Because I know it's, that they're replaying it on the 25th. They are replaying it on the 25th, but that's the replay. If you want to actually watch it live, it's on the 23rd. And I managed right. to get tickets for the live one. So Cool. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. So there you go. Um, uh, yeah, for people, Doctor Who fans out there uh, and Last Cast listeners, 23rd is the one you want to go to if you're going to join all the Whovians. Yeah, but a, a, buddy, it, a buddy of mine tried to get tickets uh, to one of the ones in Toronto. and uh, Sold out? Yep, sold out. Yeah. Oh, no kidding. Oh, all right, good to know. 25th yeah, really. is the replay. Yes, yes. I mean, so all the who's in who, <laughs> Um, I've been playing Skyrim. I picked up GTA Five, so I've been playing uh, that online mostly, not on the not uh, on the single player. Which those is, are the two uh, most time-consuming games ever made. Yeah. How can you be playing both of them? Which uh, <laughs> well, Skyrim, Skyrim I was playing GTA until 5. I got internet. Now that I have internet, I'm playing GTA Five ah. with people online because i can actually connect to people online now yay Yay. i got got internet as of thursday so right on welcome to the 90s i know (laughs) (laughs) what about you tim uh aside from halloweening it up uh halloweening rehearsing for the show reading some comic books doing the same old same old playing some video games we'll talk about the new video game i just acquired in the next push yes indeed and if anybody wants to see the true t mac and what are you what, what is the show you're doing I'm doing Romeo and Juliet. Oh, how at romantic! Thirty Thirty Bar from November nineteenth to the twenty third. And who are you playing? Toronto. I'm playing. Mon- I'm playing Montague, which is Romeo's father. I'm playing Potpen, which is a, co- a conglomeration of a bunch of servants, and I'm also playing Friar John. Wow! The friar <laughs> screws it all up. Yes. <laughs> Multiple so characters. Yeah, so there That's you go. You can yeah. see Tim Good times. coming up in November live on stage. Yes. Ooh. Very cool. Yeah. Chris, what about you? Uh, what have I been doing? Um. I, I picked up Hearthstone. Mm-hmm. Hearthstone. You can say Hearthstone. Hearthstone. I think What's the word? It. I don't know. Okay, so this uh, I, I'm a little worried about this because I've only played it like once so far, and I think that this might uh, be a lot of money out of my pocket. This game, <laughs> it's got everything I'm looking for in a new game. The only problem is it's not, the only thing that might keep me not spending all of my money on this game is it's on the PC. If this was on the phone. Oh, okay. If this season was on the phone, I could play any time. Something that you are inseparable from. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, I'd be in trouble. This, it's got, uh, it's got like this really good collection mechanic. For those of you who don't know, it's it's basically the original World of Warcraft trading card game, which I loved back in the day. Plus World of Warcraft with all the 
graphics and, 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 and sounds and voiceovers and narratives all tied into this really polished online collectible card game competitive, you know, open up the packs and hoping you're going to get a new rare card. Uh, yeah, I'm hooked so far. I don't know. I've had a couple of those games on the phone, and I just I can't get into them. I, I agree. They're I, so I, confusing to navigate. Yeah, it's just and, But this is Blizzard. They've nailed it. The tutorial yeah. was awesome. Because uh, by the end, I was like, oh, yeah, I totally know how to play this game. I get it now. Uh, here's the problem. I, my, my parents recently moved into a new place, and I think I've said on the podcast before, I had to get all my stuff back. Yeah. Part of what I got back. Right out of the basement. Hey, yeah, buddy. Out of the basement into the storage, <laughs> into the storage locker. Part of what I got back was, no joke, like 300 pounds worth of collectible card game cards that I've had, that I had, you know, this is, and I played Star Wars, Star Trek, I played Lord of the Rings, I played Duel Masters, I played World of Warcraft, and I collected these, and I was big into them, like a lot of money, a lot of time spent. And and I always kept on, held on to them too long. All the games are dead now, right? Most of them are dead. Uh, And at the time, I had this world-class collection. Could have sold for thousands of dollars. But you hold on to it because, nah, I can't sell yet. And And you don't have a girlfriend at the time, so what the hell? And then the game dies, and I'm (laughs) stuck with all of these cards. But again, I invested so much time in these games that I don't want to throw them out. But, dude, nostalgia factor always comes around. There is going to be somebody will buy it. a desire. Yeah. Somebody's I don't know. somebody would have been Dude, more crazy about it. Than everybody, you. somebody Dead games though, not worth collects it, and you'll find someone to buy it off your hands. They, you'll be fine. eBay, yeah, yeah exactly. Know. They're not worth anything though. <laughs> to me, but they to could me, be to somebody else. Ah, uh, maybe. Yeah, I'm going to ship 300 pounds worth of cars to somebody though. Yeah, if it's got Honestly, the right ticket price on it, you yeah, get the right maybe. amount you want for it. Maybe, Why not? maybe 300 pounds of Star Wars collectible. There's cars? no way I'd get rid of the Star Wars ones. Oh, so that's the only ones I would keep because they're all the Star Wars was. Probably my all-time favorite game, period. And how many pounds are we talking as far as Star Wars so cards like, go? So, like, probably, I mean, because imagine how big a card is, right? I probably have two and a half office boxes mm-hmm. worth of those cards. So, like, that's mm-hmm. thousands of cards. I was going to say, that's a lot of cards, dude. Yeah, yeah. thousands of cards. The rest of them are... War, so War, World of Warcraft, yeah. yeah, World of Warcraft Duel Masters was a pretty good game, but I could I could part with that. Star Trek, Lord of the Rings, I could probably part with if anybody anybody wants to buy them. You can probably I was find actually, it. You can go into what is it, four hundred one games? It's on Young Street there. You could probably do that. Oh no, yeah, probably. No, they won't take it. No, no, <clears throat> they're dead games. They're they're games uh. that that went that discontinued years ago. I was actually yeah. getting uh getting ready to do some uh to file some income taxes and came across a box and I found out found all of my collectible cards although although their star trek next generation cards and all the marvel series you know, oh yeah yeah marvel really did dc ever do collectible cards i, I don't, don't know i don't i can't remember anything. i don't i don't remember seeing any I, I was pretty big into the uh superhero cards myself when i was younger and uh, marvel just came out with like what like eight different series of yeah, those cards yeah. Yeah, there was like Marvel masterpieces. Yeah, those were the hand painted ones that were nice. Yeah, which were really painted, and I I have a lot of those sets, full sets too. Even the special like foil or hologram cards. Yeah, and uh, you know, like (laughs) we still uh, talk about them like they're like like treasure. (laughs) They they are treasure. I mean, they're they're really cool. I mean, that's where I learned a lot of my uh, superhero facts on the back. Oh yeah, on the back, right? Mm. With all the graphs that you compare. 
Yeah, those are amazing. I I, I equate those to when uh, Marvel first came out with um, the GI Joe compendiums. I can't remember or the the Marvel Universe Marvel compendiums. Universe, uh, yeah. yeah, they were great. Yeah, I still love those books, man. Yeah. See, I mean that's that's why I think Hearthstone's particularly exciting because when you open up a pack, it's like there's fireworks and and, and it comes up. <laughs> oh and if it's God. if it's like a rare and the thing there's rare, there's there's legendary, there's epic, and 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 it's got all of the sort of bells and whistles. Like you ever played Peggle? Yeah, you know, I like Peggle. Yeah, Peggle's fun because it makes you feel like a fucking champion. With all the fireworks. Yeah, with all the fireworks. And, and Hearthstone, yeah. just everything about it is like that. Everything about it is just feeding back. Like, And, and that's what Blizzard's good at, right? I mean, this is the, the guys who made World of Warcraft. They're good at creating digital crack, and they, I, think yeah. they, I think they nailed it again. Nice. Awesome. I have not had any time to do anything because I've been so busy, except for, um, you know, playing around on my iPhone and photoshopping and yeah. learning new i've been actually watching a lot of youtube videos on photoshop techniques and stuff like nice. that nice just kind of yeah getting ready to make some memes yeah maybe nice I maybe like can i quit my job and make memes can you make a for living, living? Doing that? can you it's about as much sure money in that as it is in podcasting somebody. yeah so there you go exactly it reminds me of that uh, that new show on uh, ctv what is it satisfaction the guy's like um I quit my job, and now I design fonts. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Think of those things all the way for free. Speaking of Photoshopping, learning new techniques, and getting excited about that sort of nerdy stuff, I, uh, <laughs> I literally signed up to a font website's mailing list so I could get 500 free fonts. And so Bebop had to sit on the couch while I was like going through fonts and going, ooh, this one's cool. Install. <laughs> oh, man, that's cool. I can't wait to use that. Install. Totally geeking out on wow. fonts. On yeah. fucking fonts. There's a Saturday night well spent. Jeez. <laughs> Thankfully, it was not a Saturday night. All right, let's get to let's get into what's going on in the news. Right on. Now it's time for news today. <laughs> All right, guys, so cool Canadian space guru Commander Chris Hadfield has a book coming out on the 29th of October which is awesome. It's called An Astronaut's Guide to Life on Earth, mm. of course. Uh, it's going to be his first book. It's all about his life, his time on the ISS, and his adjustment to life back on terra firma. So he just took a new gig, right? He's, uh, he took a professor. Yeah, he's a professor at uh, Waterloo or something like that. Is it in Canada? It is in Canada. It's yeah. in Ontario, Waterloo? Actually. Yeah. I think it's Lou or something yeah. like that. Good for him. Yeah. No, I was just wondering if you were wondering if Waterloo's in Canada. No. Yeah. By the way, that is Canada. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so uh, you'd have to be American to not love Chris Hadfield. Book coming out. Everybody loves Chris Hadfield. Yeah, yeah. That's I mean, true. yeah, everybody saw him. He had, he was a pretty big hit Yeah. as far as NASA's concerned. Yeah. Grateful that he's Canadian. That's amazing. Uh, sad news from Springfield. Yeah. Marsha Wallace, who sad. was uh, Edna Krabappel, passed away on Friday. Oh, I you didn't know? No, I didn't hear that. Yeah, that's and uh, an interesting thing about this is that the Simpsons had announced that they were going to be killing off a character. So now they're going to change. They're well, gonna, they're <coughs> apparently they're, they are going to have to change everything. Edna, from what I hear through the grapevine, was apparently on a story arc to become Ned Flanders' new wife. Yeah, but so we don't know if it was her that they were. I mean, obviously, they're probably not going to kill her off, but. Well, they're gonna. They said, yeah, it's one per, one character. They said specifically this season was gonna be was gonna be X'd off, but uh, yeah, they never announced who. I was always yeah. thinking it was gonna be Grandpa. It would make sense at this point. Like, oh no, I don't. I don't think they do Grandpa. Yeah, I don't think they do Grandpa. I mean, it might make sense, but it doesn't. You know. Or what's his buddy's name with the beard? <laughs> oh, the old, old Gray Mare. 
Yeah. Old, Old gray, gray mare sheep ain't what you. That's a paddling. <laughs> that's a uh, Yeah. So that kind of, that I mean that super sucks. She was she's been around since yeah. forever. She was the you know the receptionist on the Bob Newhart show. Mm-hmm. Just a great uh, actor and voice actor and uh, yeah, kind of sad news. But yeah. let's. Uh, what I want to do now is kind of lighten everyone's spirits a little bit. <laughs> and um, so let, let's just let this happen and maybe just have our spirits raised a little bit. Rolling? I'm not Rick. How can I Rick roll you right now? Especially after that news. Marshall is passing. This is more just a light the spirit. Little Rick Astley. Yeah. What? Whoa, that is. That is Klingon. I was gonna say, is he singing Klingon? <laughs> You know, through through finding this, I also found out that there's a Klingon version of Gangnam Style called Klingon Style, which is much angrier. I bet. So, that, yeah. So if you like, like your uh, Klingon pop music angry, I do. Look up Kling, Klingon style. I saw something on the internet. There's like oh, 10 languages in the world that are spoken by less than like 20 people, and one of them is not Klingon. Really? Because more yeah. than I'm 20 sure way, people speak yeah, it. Way more. Yeah. <laughs> amazing. That is amazing. Uh, Ant-Man. Let's talk about Ant-Man for a second. Yes. Uh, scheduled for a July 2015 release. Uh, kind of being out of the ordinary superhero movie because they've announced that it's actually going to be in the form of a heist movie. Oh. Yeah. So that's the genre that they're going is he, with. Is okay. Ant-Man going to slap at so, a base? <laughs> is he going to slap at a base? That's what I'm hoping. Yes, I that's hope so, too. That's what I was going to say. Like, uh, with Joseph Gordon-Levitt denying that he's a- attached in yeah. any way to it, uh, Paul Rudd is the other name that's out there. Paul Rudd, I think, might, might, might suit it pretty well. But what is that clip that I've Ant. seen? So I've seen there's a clip of uh, Ant-Man kicking somebody's yeah. ass, and it's yeah. awesome. But the movie, that, that the was movie the has concept. Been, that was the concept yeah, trailer. Probably, uh, yeah. they, really? Because the movie yeah. hasn't even been, been cast yet, but the, that one clip was actually pretty cool. It's I don't mind it. I think if they go with Paul Rudd, if they're doing the way that I think they're going to go, they're doing more like the irredeemable Ant-Man as opposed to the Ant-Man, that, like the hand Pym one. It looks like they're going to make more of the smart-ass Ant-Man, which will be really well if they put him in the movie, the next Avengers, when he's playing off Tony Stark and everybody. That'll be a really yeah. good choice. I don't um, know. There's already a lot of smart-ass in the Avengers. Yeah, there is a yeah, lot of Yeah, but Joss Whedon, come on. If he's right, that makes sense. I think basically what you saw is sort of like um, if you ever watch Survivor when they before they do a challenge. Sure, yeah, it's proof of concept. But a, yeah. why did that get released so publicly, and why was it such a good quality? Usually, proof of concepts aren't going to be that quality. Well, uh, I, from my I understanding, it was to uh, win the favor of the studio. Days. Yeah. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Good yeah. job. Like that, it was. It was. It was. Um, it was. Uh, what's his face? What's the director's name? Uh, Edgar Wright. It was his sort of saying we can do an ant-man movie and we can make it really cool here let me show you because yeah, yeah, everyone's right. like yeah. how how can we do a movie that's just ant-man that's going to be any good yeah but there's rumors that uh what's her name rashida jones is attached to it too so if that's the case they might bring her in as a uh, wasp as well so they can tie her in as well oh yeah yeah yeah. So. but i mean like before when they were pitching it he it was essentially his pitch to the studios to say that i want to do an ant-man movie this is how i want to do it i want to make it awesome here's Here's an action sequence. And then let's release it to the public just so the public gets in on the, you the have to make going. this. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's smart. 
Mm-hmm. Speaking of teases, how about this for um, Marvel deciding to uh, tease X-Men uh, Days of Future Past on Instagram? Did you see it? No. I, I, heard, I heard something about it. Six-second tease, and they oh, released Vine. it. On Vine. Yeah. Oh. Well, no, Instagram has video now. Remember that. It's, ah. not, it's not Vine, though? It's no, a six-second Instagram video? Instagram video? Yep. So it's Vine. Well, Vine was first, and then Instagram. <laughs> all right, all right. Yeah. So anyway, Marvel, yeah, teased it on Instagram before anywhere else. Huh. Um, uh, while we're on the topic of Ant-Man, um, Marvel Studios president Kevin Feige says uh, we're going to find out the casting before the end of the year for sure. Uh, he also says... Stop at a base. And, uh, <laughs> Tim, you're going to be happy about this. They're developing a Black Panther movie. Oh, yes. Yeah. I'm in. I'm so on board. S- still in development. That's probably uh, maybe a year or two after Ant-Man comes out, which, by the way, will be. 2015. Yeah, yeah. Uh, speaking of superhero movies, Thor: The Dark World is coming out a week Friday, which is yes, very exciting. Yes. And now I want to turn it around to uh, video games, specifically PS4. Sorry, Chris, <laughs> but here's why. <laughs> Sony's confirmed that at launch, you're going to be able to use your actual name when playing online instead of a gamer tag, which Microsoft says they will have, but uh, not immediately. And Somewhere down the line, they don't really know when they're going to do it. Yeah, it's so, Sony to me again to, to knock on them. They keep they're really being real quite big trolls. Like, and, and we talked about this before how they their commercials are coming out and they're just their commercials are specifically geared towards knocking Xbox. And it doesn't seem like they're coming out with any commercials that are actually touting anything new as opposed to let's just slam the last announcement that Xbox made. So Xbox makes its announcement. Last week, and they say, "Oh yeah, okay, we do want to put real names in uh, for your gamer tags. We're just—it's not going to be at launch. It'll be a couple months later." Mm-hmm. And then the next day, Sony's like, "We'll do it. We have it. We'll put it out." Yeah. Um, which well, I'm getting a little sick of. First of all, second of all, who the, who cares? I'm not—I don't want to use my real name. I'm happy with my gamer tag. Well, I think that, that where it comes into play is when you're using your uh, console as something more than just. A gaming unit. If you're on the internet and you want to, you know, use your right. name, like, it's going to be something like you can switch on and off whenever. I see. Why do we care? I'm not even sure. I don't that care about it. For, I care. Yeah, about. I don't care about it for. I don't but care about lo- Sony or Xbox or anything. I don't want to. I just love to announce when Sony's doing something that Xbox is not. <laughs> Some people will like. <laughs> just just I, for I, I, I'm kind of with Chris though. I don't particularly care about using it's not my a big own deal. name. I mean, I kind of use my own name as it is, anyways. My gamer tags. The Gemma. They just don't know which what my first name is. Yeah. Oh, also, they know now, Matt. Yeah. They know. My, my gamer. <laughs> they my, my gamer tag is Favalanche, <laughs> but that's not. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but the the anonymity of gamer tags will never go away. It's, it's something that you're always going to need. Like like I need a ten year old boy telling me, you know, tread carefully what you're doing. That he slept <laughs> that he slept with Mrs. Favalero last night. Oh. You know what I mean? Oh. All right. Um, here's something that's really important that I, I really think that we should talk about and maybe even get involved in. And you, the listener, too, should get involved in this, t- too. It's called extra-life.org. That's the website. It's actually called Extra Life. Every year, their members hold a gaming marathon for charity. This year, it's on November 2nd, uh, although they're flexible on the date. You can use any date that you want in, in or around there. Uh, and you, to participate, all you have to do is sign up for free. And then gather some support from friends and family through pledges, which are tax deductible, by the way. And uh, whatever donations you get are donated to your local Children's Miracle Network hospital. Cool. So on November 2nd, what they want you to do is play video games. Any game or games on any platform or platforms with anyone you want for as long as you want. But they, 
hope that you'll do it for 25 hours straight. That's the goal. And last year, <laughs> they raised over $2.3 wow. million. Dollars. Wow, that's a lot of money. Yeah, I know a few people that are on teens. You know why it's 25 hours? Instead of 24? Yeah. Why? Daylight savings times that day. Oh, oh that's right. Yeah, so they're like, Hilarious. hey, wait a second. If we go from 8 till 8, that, they, didn't even realize, I don't, they didn't realize it initially. They were like, oh, wait a second. This is actually 25 hours. Nice. Uh, which is cool, but yeah, I have known people that have done it every year. I have, uh, I, I, you know, I, I sponsor someone this year. Um, a couple of the other people I work with are actually doing it uh, in Fine. teams. So the idea is that you put together a team, and someone on the team has to be playing at all time. Yeah. So you play for twenty four or twenty five hours straight, but you don't actually have to play for twenty five hours right. straight. Right. Okay. Because bathroom time yeah. to get food. Well, no, no. Someone on your team has to carry the torch. Yeah, yeah. Ma'am, ma'am, hat packing. Yeah, want some cheesy boobs? Yeah, the, unfortunately, the second, I'm not, I, I wouldn't be able to participate on the second, but if they're flexible with the day, then it might be worthwhile to get a last cast team together. Or, yeah, yeah. And let us know if you are going to be uh, participating in it, and uh, we'll gladly uh, give you a shout-out for sure. Uh, now, Tim got his hands on a new video game this week. Yeah. Arkham Origins. Yeah. And um, I mean, the gameplay is exactly. I mean, the gameplay is exactly like Arkham City, Arkham Asylum as well. It's you know the same kind of thing. Uh, Really good graphics, some really nice, uh, interesting story. I've really enjoyed the uh, the actual promo stuff for it. All the ads that have been coming out, like the the pre, like you see Bruce Wayne when he's a boy, and seeing him get older. Yeah, it's a good commercial. Oh, such a good ad. What I what I did get it for, I got it the first day it came out because it came with specific skins. So it came with the Nightfall skin. Uh, you got I get to play as Deathstroke as well. Mm-hmm. There's five different maps, but my favorite thing, my all-time favorite thing, is you get the 1966 Batman costume to put him on. Adam West. Adam West. Oh, it was so it's so good. It's so funny. He's like it does. He's not Adam West built. It's the same build. Yeah. It's the same big dude, just the 1966 costume, which That's is hilarious. phenomenal. It's so funny. But Do you time. get to carry a bomb? <laughs> Sometimes you just can't get rid of a bomb. <laughs> No, it's a good time. I mean, I'm only, I'm one percent through it. I've, I met the first big villain that I've met is uh, Killer Croc, so I'm still gonna get past him. And then once I get deeper into it, I'll let you guys know. But yeah, uh, so Killer far, Croc, the first do, one in the la- in the first game. Uh, not that I remember. No, the first one was Zax. Or, uh, uh, remember Zaz. beating Killer Croc? Zaz. Yeah, yeah. Um, are there Riddler trophies in this game? I haven't found them yet. I'm sure there are. I just haven't opened. Them. Like I said, I'm one. I've finished one percent of the game at this point. So, but you've run around a little bit. I run around a little bit. Yeah, I haven't yeah. found Beats any Riddler trophies up. at this point. Yeah, it's the same review that I've read online. Everybody's saying great to be back. We're lo- we love Batman. We want more of Batman. But it is basically just exactly the same as the other game. Yeah. Just. Which is fine. A lot more maps, though. Lot, like, right now I'm starting in Blackgate Prison. It's way on the other side of the city, so I still haven't even got to downtown Gotham. Yeah. Like, there's so many games. See, uh, this is the problem I'm seeing lately with some video game companies, though, is that they're – because as the, the public, we're saying, yeah, I want another Batman game. And if it's mm-hmm. exactly the same as the old one, then fine. I had a really good time. Mm-hmm. Throw them, and, and, and we're saying, yeah, we're okay with that. But then when it comes down to it, and you're like, okay, you gave us a game. It's got the same gameplay, a bit, gra- bit better graphics, and it's got a much bigger map. Mm-hmm. But – it sounds like you're describing Grand Theft Auto Five. Well, that's exactly it, right? You're describing or Assassin's Creed Three or whatever the last Assassin's yeah. Creed was, and, yeah. and, uh, and 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 I think companies are starting to realize, okay, this is what this is what the gamers are asking for. And as gamers, we're like, yeah, that's what we want, but it's not really what we want. We do want innovation. We do want mm-hmm. like something new. We want yeah. the game to be different, but they but the the games are not different. So you play them. And then you don't finish them. You get sick of them. You're like, yeah, you know what? Actually, I've done yeah. this already. I'm but what I like with this, too, is they've actually linked it. I've linked it to my iOS because I've got Arkham Origins for the iOS. And I can unlock certain things yeah. with my phone when I play that and then link it to my game and unlock other things within the game, which is nice. Because I didn't get that with City or, or with or Asylum. Yeah, they so. did that with Grand Theft Auto V, but it was awful. 
the the Grand Theft Auto Five app is called iFruit. It was brutal. The game is is oh, it's so brutal. Yeah, mm. I've heard. It, that. Walk your dog, pick up the poop, and literally that's it. Like there's no what? other there's Weird. no game. You pick up the dog's poop. You can put a different collar on. You can feed it food. It's worse than a Tamagotchi. Weird. And this oh is Grand Theft God. Auto Five. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the yeah. same thing with my uh, with the iOS for the Injustice. I've unlocked certain things in Injustice that I can lock on my PS3, which is great. So I could go back and forth and like get some, unlock more skins, unlock some more maps, yeah. and like, which is great because I don't mind that. I think, I that's think a good it's thing. Uh, overall, from what I'm seeing with games, this last bit of the you know final hurrah for this generation. Uh, I think people are all kind of sick of it. I, I, I think um, Sony and Microsoft are probably right to come out with a new console at this time. Yeah, seems uh, like good timing. Yeah, good timing. Uh, and you alluded to it before, uh, but the next big release uh, that's going to be happening is Assassin's Creed Black Flag, which is coming out on Tuesday. Is that the pirate one? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, nice. yeah. Okay. yeah it's a pirate I don't one. know. This one, this is, that's hit or miss again, right? Like, I, I think everybody's on board with the pirate theme, but I, I think once we start playing it, I don't know. I heard it's rated R. <laughs> uh, Ubisoft, <laughs> Ubisoft, uh, Ubisoft a couple of weeks ago announced that they were bumping Watch Dogs, which is probably the big release, right? Everybody's excited about it. They bumped it into 2014, and their stock dropped 25% the next day. Oh, man. Weird. Bad news. Yeah. Huh. All right. Uh, with Halloween right around the corner, I don't know about you guys, but I'm a big fan of scary video games. Uh, although, you know, I can only take them in small doses. Good ones, anyway. Hmm. Uh, so here's the question. What is your favorite scary video game? Oh, that's a good question. Silent Hill, I'd say. The first one? Yeah. Yeah, the yeah. first one I played was like, what the hell is that thing? What's that coming at me? Why are these know, little it's... creepy ghost kids wandering around? What is this thing? Yeah, the, the brains behind Silent Hill were pretty yeah. deep. Luigi's Mansion count? Come on. <laughs> Come if on, those ghosts. If it's scared him, to, to be honest, I no, that's not like, legitimately say scary e. movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Unless I think you that, get scared by the big boo. The big boo. <laughs> uh, I, th- I would have to say that probably of them all, the one that gave me the most jumps, the one that I was the most scared playing would be Dead Space. Yeah, I, I, I tend to agree with Dead Space. Mm-hmm. That kind of yeah. horror is, the claustrophobic horror, I think, is more scary than... The silent for me the more scary than Silent Hill or Resident yeah. Evil or anything like that. Yeah. What about what about you, Matt? Um, oh, I'm, I'm trying to think of what the game is called, and maybe Chris will be able to help me. Um, it was it was about a guy who was a prisoner in a prison, and you sort of um, you wrestle with yourself about whether you killed your family or not, and like things start killing other people in the prison. Condemned? Is it just condemned? I don't know. Doesn't matter. Never, I played, I never I heard it. Yeah, uh, that that was a pretty cool one. Mostly because there there was a lot of like there was a lot of stuff to do, but um, there were just some interesting. Um, I guess you could say, what would you call them, Chris? Uh, when they're programmed this way, but like sort of forced scenes um, or forced things that happen. Like you, you, tr- you know, you go down this hallway, and all of a sudden, this little thing happens. So like, yeah, just like. Know, yeah, you narrative. can see like a body get pulled into yeah, a yeah, vent yeah. just as you round the corner, and it's, and it's all, oh, yeah. it's all set I love that, that stuff, right? Um, like it was, you're just like, what, what, the, what the shit was that? Uh, by the way, the new, um, the new Clueless gamer from Conan O'Brien is out, where he plays for Halloween. He plays three horror games. He plays Slender Man. He plays or Slender rather. Uh, he plays Outlast, and he plays. Amnesia, one of the amnesia games, hmm. and it's hilarious. Apparently, the la- that amnesia machine for pigs is yeah. just shit your pants terrifying. <laughs> well, here is computerandvideogames.com's top picks for scariest games in chronological order. From 98, Clock Tower. 
Did any of you guys play that? No. no. From 01, Silent Hill 2. There you go. Which I did play, and I have to agree, that was pretty freaky. Uh, the 2002 remake of Resident Evil. Huh. Mm. Uh, Eternal Darkness, Sanity's Requiem from 02. Have you heard of that one? I think it was GameCube. Uh, yeah, I've heard of that GameCube one. only, I think, that one. Mm. Project Zero Two, Crimson Butterfly. Now, this was kind of one of those um, snapshot kind of camera yeah, ghost yeah, yeah, games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that one. Uh, Forbid- I didn't play it, but I remember it. Hmm. Forbidden Siren from 04. No. Thief, Deadly Shadows. As a horror game? Yeah. Weird. Well, Thief Deadly Shadows is where you're you're like in a mental institution and you go, have to go back in time and you possess somebody's body and you have to like. So it's not a thief game. No. Wow. No, I think it's uh, yeah. I think the the idea of that game is where you're you're trying to destroy this girl who's haunting this insane asylum's possessions so you can get rid of the ghost. Interesting. Doom Three. That was actually kind of uh, scary. The original Fear. F E A R. Yep. Like yep, ghost. yep. Uh, I recently played the. Third one? I hear that Third it's one. kind of ruining the franchise. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't too bad. I mean, it wasn't scary. It was just fun to play, especially if you played the like ghost guy, because then you you go and possess other people, and then when you're done with them, you explode them. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Condemned was the one I mentioned earlier. That's on this list. Amnesia: The Dark Descent from 2010, and uh, last on their list uh, from this year, actually, Slender: The Arrival. Yeah. I don't know. Have you guys played the Slender games? No, I mean, nope. I'm not a fan of survival horror in general. It, it, it's not like I like horror movies. I just don't like horror games for whatever yeah. reason. Yeah. I find them, I don't know, restrictive. You know, I, I got to say Bioshock was also, that came out. The original. Yeah, I, I yeah. that came out, I think, around uh, Halloween time. I do remember playing it around then. And I remember uh, some, some of the parts because there's just like all these people that are like freaking out and yeah. all mutated and shit and. Uh, yeah. I remember that being somewhat scary, just because it was it was just a well put together, well um, made game, really, and the yeah. story and everything like that was uh, was pretty awesome. Who's ready for game time? Yeah, game I'm time. In. I want to play a game. Pay attention. Get excited. The rules are pay attention. What? Get excited. That was almost. All right, guys, since we're kind of celebrating our first birthday today, I thought it might be interesting to revisit the first game that we ever Uh, played. I kicked ass on this one. Because it's all video games. So you remember the 8 Bits and Bytes game? I'm sure you do. Yes. Well, with all these games that we've played so far, you guys have definitely honed your skills, and uh, that game today would be too easy. So we're going to go back to what many people consider the beginning of home console gaming. A little something called the Atari 2600. <laughs> so let's see if you can identify these Atari 2600 games. Should maybe turn down our mics. Just, our based, <laughs> just based on sound. All right, here we go. Here is Atari 2600 game number one. Combat. Oh, that's... Uh, no, no, it's uh, Asteroids. No, it's Combat. There was no Asteroids on It is combat. Oh, all right. Score one for Koei. That game was awesome. All right. Wow, that, that's a surprise. Yeah. <laughs> Here is clip number two. Got it. Oh, 
worst worst conversion of a video game of all time. <laughs> what is that 2600 game? F- Frogger? No. No. I don't know. It's Pac-Man. That is Pac-Man. Whoa. So bad. So bad. But it's so good at the same time because you got to play it at home, right? All right. No, not even worth it because that came out after the arcade. Just picture it in your head. If you have, if you have actually seen a screenshot of the but Pac-Man wasn't even around. He was like a yeah, no. like a romboy, and he only faced in one direction, even when he turned the other way. Yeah, it was, it was brutal. Yeah. All right, here is clip number three. Chris is dominating. I know it, but I don't know if I'm gonna do it. Oh yeah, See, I, that I got sounds it. familiar, but I, I don't know what it. it is. I got it. Another really bad remake. All right, uh, Matt, can you hazard a guess? Can you hear? Nope. Are you hearing nope. it? Oh, is Come it on, Donkey Kong. Yeah. Hey, I got yeah. it. Yeah. Donkey Kong. Yay! I got one. Amazing. That's it for me for the game. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Here's clip number four. Space Invaders? No. Oh. Was it Galaga? Let's, like let's go back to your first guess, Tim. Asteroid? It's Asteroid, oh, Matt. Cool. Matt scores one. Yay. Two for Chris, one each for the bad guys. All right. This is one time that Chris isn't the bad guy. Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> This one might be a little tough for you guys. Here we go. What is this Atari 2600 game? Pong. I was going to say Pong, too, but yeah. It is not Pong. The Breakout? It is Breakout. Uh. How far we've come. Amazing. That's enough of a breakout. All right. That could go on for another 15 minutes if you wanted. All right. Here's the next clip. This one actually sounds pretty good. This is like Punisher or something like that. Operation Wolf, but it's not that. No, it's, uh, I know. What is it? It's, it's copter, copter, copter. Is it chopper? Keep going. Chopper what? Chopper what? what? Chopper, chopper It was Come like on. chopper assault or chopper no. rescue? You need to hand in your video game for really? card. Chopper command. Chopper command. Chopper command. Close enough. Man, yeah. Half a no, point. No, no, no. I'm not even going to give you half a, half a point. That's like one of the most famous Atari 2600 games ever. Your childhood. Chopper Command. Okay, here we go. Next one. I love this game. You know already? You think you're going to be able to redeem yeah, yourself it. after Chopper Command? It's pitfall. Is it, is it, it is Pitfall. That's, that's what I was waiting for. Yeah, there it is. Yeah, Pitfall. That was when you went, went this when you had to take a knee? Yeah. Because <laughs> of yeah. Oh! Oh! <laughs> All right, name that 2600 game. Here's your next clip. Got it. Really? I have this. It's, it's probably Jones. one of the most impossible 
Atari games to It's got to be Indiana Jones because it's by the theme. And it is. There you go. Nailed it. Yeah. yeah. Um, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yeah. So there was a weird thing with games back then because it wasn't all software, right? Some some of the stuff was actually like hard coded onto the chip, like registry. Yeah. So I had this game and uh, I played it and there was a piece missing. Like, really? Not like I, I'm talking about like in the game. There was an item that was supposed to be there, but for whatever reason, the, the card was actually damaged. In that thing that was supposed to be in the game on that screen wasn't there. Wasn't there. So I could never actually finish the game because there was an item that was supposed to be on a screen that didn't exist. Wow. Huh. Yeah. Amazing. That did did that happen a lot back then? I, I, I've never heard of it otherwise. I, I knew that it was sort of possible, but... Dude, if I went back and that was the case, I would be like, I can't even Google it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what do you do? I have to wait for the next so, issue of a yeah. Atari Power magazine to come out. Oh, that's, that's exactly what happened. I'd be asking my friends. I'm like, how the hell do you get past this point? They're like, you just go into this room. Like, they're like, wow, you made it that far? I'm like, yeah, I'm almost at the end, I think. I just need to get the thing and do the thing. And they're like, yeah, you just go into this room, and there's a, the, the, like the, 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 the stick or the something is there. And, like, and you can't even get in the it's room. Not, there's no door. It's not. No, I could get in the room. It was empty. There wasn't, it, wasn't, it was just an empty room. Huh. But, I mean, it was amazing that you had to, like, know that you had to set like dynamite oh at, yeah and like yeah a random certain. just yeah space on the side of the screen how am i supposed to know that there's dynamite supposed to go there google yeah. it it's very google. yeah no there was no googling back then nope all just right hours and hours of gameplay so, yeah what happens if i drop this here what happens if i drop this here yeah second last clip here it is It is centipede. It is centipede. Matt, can you even hear us? Because it feels like you're falling behind. (laughs) Matt got the only one that I didn't know. That's true. Yeah. (laughs) This one I saved for last because it could be my favorite. It's my favorite sounding game from the Atari 2600. Here we go. What is that clip? Is it burger time? No. Dig Dug? Not bad, right? Okay, you guys might not get it. I'll give you a hint. You're in a buggy. Rolling along. Yeah, paper you gotta boy? shoot aliens when they come out from the top, and you gotta shoot rocks when they come in front of you. Nope. No idea. I got you guys. Thankfully, I got you on one of them. Smash oh, and man. run or something like that? No. Moon Patrol. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Moon <laughs> Patrol. And like the buggy one. Oh, like and I love that game, too. Along. Yeah. And the little and the wheels the wheels were like not aligned. So it, like, no. it looked like it was going over the terrain properly. Yeah. 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 Pretty amazing, actually. I'm going to claim that I, I'm, just, I'm just too much of a youngin to know all of Yeah. Before Matt's time. Did you... Hey, uh, okay. Um... I, I did. When, I did have an Atari, uh, Atari of some sort before I had a Nintendo. Yeah. So I, I do remember Pitfall. I do remember playing Pitfall, uh, and I do remember playing. I think. I think there was a Dungeons and Dragons game. Was there not? No. You there prob- was a. There was an AD and D game for in television. You probably hmm. played Pitfall too. By the way, that might have been it. Yeah. Huh. Uh, with the bark of a dog, who actually had an Atari Twenty Six Hundred? Woof. 
I actually didn't. You didn't? No. I didn't. That um, was the old Woody console, right? Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. I never have one. I actually didn't. My parents wouldn't Woody. buy me yeah. one. I played, With a surfboard attached. Yeah. 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 I played it at Friends, and then I eventually had a, a Gemini, which was an Atari clone hmm. that could oh. play Atari games. And yes. now I have, like, three of them. I have 2600s? I have two wood panels and, an, nice. and a non-wood panel right now. Nice. Yeah. Just for nostalgia. You issued them. No. That I bought at garage sales and whatever. Yeah, cool. I have, and I so, probably have like 40 games. Oh, great. <laughs> no, I mean, bring it by. Hook it up. All currently at my game. house because I had to take them out of my parents' basement. No, we'll nice. old school night. The Live thir- an old school night and play them. I'm saying the With third one was when they re- re-released <laughs> the 2600 as uh, something fun and funky. Right? Remember when they brought it out with the new look? Yeah, yeah, no, I don't have yeah. one of those. And it was uh, sleek. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I know. All right, uh, let's get stiffy. Shut back down and shut your trap. It's time, time, time. time. Give me a stiff one, Barkeep. All right, compiled by the one and only Bebop. If you got a stiff one, by the way, send it to us on Facebook or Twitter. We're at the underscore last underscore cast. All right, first up. If you could be given complete and utter power over one element, either earth, wind, water, or fire. Fire. Which would you <laughs> Matt didn't even wait much to fire. <laughs> He's got it. Why, why fire, Matt? I've just always been partial to fire. Of course you. Uh, no, it, I, yeah, I don't know. Because um, fire is a bit chaotic, a bit dangerous, a bit passionate. Uh, a bit passionate. Uh, yeah, like watching, like, I, I don't know. Like, I, I like, I, I don't know, fire. No, wait, man, I go water. Water. I'm going water all the way. Yeah, I'm going water, too. And I'm going water just from uh, Last Airbender. Well, the water benders were probably the most equipped. Well, not only that. I mean, I'm just thinking thinking supervillain like Magneto. Humans are like 90% water, so just be like... That's exactly it, right? That's exactly it. In in Airbender, you you could bend blood Mm. because it was mostly water. Yeah, Yeah, but that was evil. That's what I'm saying. Sure, it was evil, but whatever. I'm saying overall... That's I, probably the best. Uh, I'm going to go with Earth. I think Earth. I mean, like, so we're missing like, an element. We so Chris has to be winner. I already called water. Too bad. <laughs> <laughs> Fine. I'm the last we airbender. No I'm going to shave my head. We can no longer be planeteers. <laughs> Paint an arrow on my forehead. Yeah, Earth. I mean, come on. It's it's what we all walk it's on. Everywhere. I mean, you could. Yeah. Well, I mean, mm. everything is everywhere. All the elements are everywhere. That's yeah. why they're on here. Um, but uh, Earth, I just think you know the power to. You, an earthquake or, you know, just shift earth or hit some right. guy with a rock. Just pick up a rock. Boom. Kick sand in somebody's the earth face. Benders were, the earthbenders were actually my favorite in that in that show. Stop. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I just started watching the second season of Korra, actually. Pretty excited about it. Nice. I don't like it nearly as well as... No. No, I agree. Unfortunately. I like Last and Airbender is a fantastic series. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, it was, yeah, it was... If you were sent to investigate a space frigate that mysteriously lost contact with control, knowing full well the crew were also mysteriously dead, would you take your cat or not? Who would you take with you? Cully. Jones. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. He's re- he knows aliens like the back of his hand. I take Cody. He's like, what happens next? Because he probably is one. Yeah. <laughs> Let's face uh, it. Oh, wait, they came for me? I got to go home? Uh, uh, who would I take? Who would you take? We're doing like, we're, we're talking about like a, a fictional anybody you could take to investigate yeah, a anybody. derelict spaceship. Yeah. Who? Mm-hmm. I, I say Ripley, but that's, that's just me. No, I don't think so. No, I help. would say She's like. to help? Yeah, not, not much. Uh, yeah, you know what? Let's I'm thinking maybe the the Rock from the Doom movie, huh. <laughs> or maybe just the Rock in general. Well, no, it, it was, <laughs> why not go straight? Why not go straight from Dead Space and pick Isaac? He's pretty good at 
head hunting yeah. through derelict space. Well, it depends on who's controlling him. Yeah. Uh, Unless you're going by that cartoon what? movie. I didn't watch the movie. I didn't watch it actually. The no, prequel, I, the prequel. The prequel movie. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I did see it. I did see it, but I haven't. I never played uh, two or three. I only played one. What about you, Tim? Uh, take Green Lantern. He's a space cop. Get in there. Use a green power ring. Sort it. <laughs> okay, sure. And <laughs> <laughs> just hang back. I'm hey, just gonna hang hey, back. Listen, you got this, right? Hal, Hal, go ahead. Hal, you got I'm just this. gonna hang back. I'm just gonna hang back. Ooh, Thanks, buddy. Uh, Hal specifically, that's your uh, Tell me that's how it choice is. for Green Lantern. I mean, I'll take any kill. I'll take the squirrel one. I don't care. Just, just take me Green Lantern. I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just gonna hang back with this three boobed hooker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just <laughs> I, so you know. I picked up back uh, back, back on in, Mars. Back on Mars. Mars. <laughs> I went to back Mars. On, back on Mars. All right. Um, so, okay, we everybody. We all chimed in. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, taking okay. Isaac. We're good. Uh, if you could own one object that a superhero currently possesses, what would it be? Batmobile. Really? You're not going to go for the ring? <laughs> nope. Batmobile. Batmobile. <laughs> I'm going to go with Mary Jane. <laughs> <laughs> Women Sorry. as possessions. Way to go, Richard. Oh, geez. Wait, let me <laughs> rewind. Let me rewind. Let Bebop, let Bebop listen to that answer. Uh, no, no, I meant I meant from uh, from Blunt Man and Chronics, Mary Jane. That's what I meant. Um, yeah. That's that'd be some good weed. For, for some uh, reason, I don't believe you. Yeah, no, um, I didn't. Re- I spoke before I thought. That's mm. that's what happens. <laughs> oh, Excalibur. Ooh, good one. Which Excalibur? Like from just the, like the original oh, sword, yeah. not the bat. No. With the Pendragon bat? No, no, no. The original sword. Never lose a battle? Come on. Take over the, take over the U.S. Become President Cohen. I might want Stark's armor. The Iron Man armor suit. Yeah, that's pretty cool. That'd yeah, be a good that's one good. Too. Um, uh, Infinity Gauntlet. Oh, man. Oh, look at you go. <laughs> Did you go with oh, all the gems? Yeah. Nice. Oh, yeah. Who's in possession of that now, anyway? Yeah, I... Nobody. I, I, Nobody? Spl- nope. They took all the gems and split it all over the place. The only person who knows where all the gems are is Professor X because he read everybody's mind as to where they hit them. So he's the only one who knows where all the gems are for the Infinity Gauntlet. Like At least that was the last episode that I read. With I liked it better when it. Warlock had it. Warlock? Yeah. Adam Warlock? Yeah. Adam Warlock, yeah. yeah. That's, that's, that's who I remember having it uh, at the time I was reading comics. Hmm. That's from the Infinity Gauntlet saga. Yeah, no, the, uh, in the whole... Uh, Infinity uh, War. In the, in the Marvel Illuminati, they all got together, and they said it's too powerful, only one person owned, so they all took a gem and hit it, but then Professor, Professor X read their mind. You could see the way they wrote it and the way it's drawn. It's like, he read their minds to know exactly where all of them are, so if he needs to put it together, he can't, which is kind of like... That's cool. Dark. That's a good choice, Matt. I'm going to change mine to... <laughs> to uh, Catwoman's Unitard. Uh, or Silver Surfer's uh, surfboard. That's good. That's wrong. <laughs> no, <laughs> Nomad's Baby Bjorn. Batman's oh, sorry. Black no- Cat's Laundry no- Hamper. No- <laughs> 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 yeah. So ridiculous. Uh, Wonder Batman's Woman's Invisible Jet Cockpit Chair. Galactus's Contact. Just one of them. Just Bright eye. Ooh. Have you yeah, seen Galactus? Okay. Like, have you guys seen uh, Lego? Anyway. I, I'm actually pretty sure I'm going to have to buy it this week. Lego Marvel superheroes? No, yeah, no I, what they're coming I know with. you're the first big, of all. It looks phenomenal. Yeah. But second of all, they did a really good job because I love the way I love what they do with 
the universes that they create. I actually yeah. just watched uh, the the Lego Star Wars movie over again yesterday. I just watched the Lego Batman movie. It's so really? funny. It's so uh, good. Yeah, so funny. They went through, in 22 minutes, they went through all six movies and then some. Huh. Um, but uh, Galactus in Lego Star Wars, is, it's just adorable. This, like, this huge but Lego version of Galactus with all the other Lego guys fighting him. Oh, i got to check that just, out. Yeah. It's really cool. Might have to get that for the back end. Let's say goodbye. Okay, then. <laughs> um, so from me, Richie Favalero. Christopher Coey. Matt Gemmett. Tim McLean. Thanks for hanging out for this episode of The Last Cast, episode number 22. Happy first birthday to us, by the way. Woo-hoo. Happy birthday to all. Check us out at thelastcast.ca. You can listen to any and all of our podcasts at potalmighty.com. That's Pot-almighty. right. That's exciting. Follow us on Twitter at the underscore last underscore cast. And check us out on Facebook, too, where you can catch up with everything that we're doing in between podcasts, which is not really very interesting stuff, but it's fun. Sometimes it is. Sometimes we, it is. We sometimes have lives. Yeah. Every once in a while. Rarely. And it's there. Well, that was really horrible. Watch for another episode soon of... The Last Cast. Can we go home now?